All right, welcome back to The 24 Podcast. My name is Joshua Rivers, and I have Mark Sievercrop with me again. Hey, how's it going, Josh? Going good, going good. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very well. Excited to talk about 24 again today. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And so we got a little bit of feedback to be able to share as well. And so I'm excited about to be able to share that. And so we requested for people to send in some of their favorite characters and moments. And so we're going to be sharing some of that as well. Mark, when we left last episode, episode two, we I think we were not able to complete our, our thoughts Okay. At, at all about that. So uh, we got to come back and we got to come back and rehash some of the favorites again because, I mean, there was uh, definitely a lot of things that we left out. We're not going to be able to get it all, but, I mean, there's definitely some that we got to come back and mention again. Absolutely. And so, I mean, one of them is definitely David Palmer. You know, and so... <laughs> I don't know how we missed David Palmer. How did we not talk about David Palmer when we were talking about favorite characters and and major players in 24? He uh you know, he starts off the the entire entire show is, you know, centered around his presidential campaign. And um you know, to me he's just he's the type of guy that you really hope would be president. He, you know, he he stands on what he believes and and um he's not afraid to um to make decisions and you know, I don't even know what all it is, but he's just, he's just, I don't know. What do you think, Josh? I'm at a loss for oh. explaining David Palmer here. Yeah, I mean, he's just, uh, I mean, he's just this solid guy. I mean, and he, I mean, he's not intimidated by, by anybody, it seems. So, I mean, he, he just has this commanding presence. And so, I mean, when he, when he starts out, I mean, he has all these people that, um, that are around him that he's put his trust in. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's finding out that, I mean, one of the people, his wife, uh, is working behind his back. Mm-hmm. And she claims it's, she's doing it for his own good and all that. But, I mean, she has her, her own agenda going on. I mean, all these people are doing stuff behind his back. And so he's like, I, I can't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, then um, he comes face-to-face with Jack. Yep. And, uh, I mean, Palmer is about to kill Jack when he first sees him. Yeah. And then... But then it comes out. I mean, I mean, Jack and David Palmer. I mean, they they're like the best friends you can find. Yeah. Um, after that, and so uh, just the relationship they're able to develop. I mean, it's it's just uh, I don't know. I mean, I, every time I see see him now, I mean, whether it's an Allstate commercial or anything like that, I I can't help call him David Palmer. <laughs> you know, I I had that too. He actually right after he finished on Twenty Four, he played on another Fox show called The Unit. And I started watching it basically because he was in it. And even there, you know, I I always thought of him as as President Palmer. You know, it was funny that um, for that same reason. But he, uh, you know, back in the beginning, there's a kind of an offhanded comment by uh, George Mason where he talks about how, um, you know, if Palmer's elected, it's going to gut CTU and and, you know, there'll be nothing left of what they're going to do. And and it's amazing to see how I'm assuming President Palmer's views change as things happen, and he realizes, um, you know, the benefit of people like Jack Bauer and people like CTU that that are able to, um, you know, serve the country and and help keep it safe. And I think that's one of the things that really impressed me about him too, and is is being able to uh, make those decisions and change his viewpoint based on the information he receives. Yeah, I, I think it was. Um, I mean, uh, the relationship between him and Jack were was a perfect one. They both, uh, both wanted to do the right thing, and they both knew that sometimes to get the job done, you couldn't stay within the law. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is, David 
was not in the place of being able to make a decision like that because uh-huh. because of him being president. But Jack was willing to step in and do that. And there was many times when it's like, hey, we know what needs to get done. And it's like it's not actually said, but mm-hmm. they know what, what has to be done and says, okay, well, hopefully we'll be able to see you again or Mm -hmm. well i guess this is the last time we're going to be able to talk and and and, and, because they just knew but they they both knew that it was something that had to get done and palmer just was not able to because of his position be able Mm -hmm. to make the call to do that and jack couldn't uh and jack Jack understood that and but he was willing to lay his life down um even in that case and so I, i just love that uh relationship that they had yeah he you know and and he had a lot of things you know, behind the scenes in his personal life that he really, the way he handled that with respect to running his campaign and, and then becoming president was really impressive because, you know, throughout his entire um, campaign, I believe it was, you had the, the issues coming up with his son and, and some, you know, um, you know, attack his son had supposedly been in and he had to deal with that and try to keep that from um, making a big deal. And he had to, you know, weigh his allegiances between becoming president and, you know, backing his son up and protecting his daughter and, um, you know, dealing with his wife, you know, I guess being backstabbing or underhanding it, you know, at every turn, you know, it's amazing that he was able to get as much done and be as focused as he was with everything that was going on in his personal life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, yeah, just a fantastic character. Is there any that you can think of? Anything I can think of as far as uh, can, any other characters? You know, I, I was just thinking we were talking a little bit about feedback, and, and uh, we've been having a little bit of a conversation with the gentleman on Twitter about uh, Tony Almeida as well. And I don't know if we, oh yeah, I don't know how much we talked about Tony last time. I know we mentioned him for sure, um, but he, uh, I think, yeah, he's one of the main, the third most highest number of episodes was Tony Almeida, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I was just thinking back about how. You know, that's the big argument is, you know, is Tony going to come back? And that seems to be what everybody's concerned about as far as this upcoming season. And I think it's because we already know Chloe's coming back and obviously Jack's coming back. So next on everybody's list is, okay, what happens with Tony? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Which, by the way, for any of you out there that are on Twitter, uh, on Twitter, um, put this out there. Uh, Maybe if we make enough noise, maybe the, the writers and director will be more inclined to bring him back. And so, because as as of this point, I mean, uh, as we mentioned in a previous episode, that uh, they're saying basically they're not bringing any old characters back. But I mean, it's never too late, and so they they haven't started recording or anything yet. So yeah, definitely get out there on Twitter and um, make some noise about trying to get Tony back. Yeah, let let's talk about Tony a little bit because I was definitely I was going back and I was watching some of the early early episodes and looking back, I don't think I really liked Tony at first. But he really, you know, by season two and season three, he becomes, you know, one of the favorite characters. And then he goes away for a while, and then he comes back, and you think he's a favorite character. And then it turns out that he's just ticked off at everybody and just kind of has a vendetta against the world. And it's just he's one of the more intriguing characters, I think, of 24. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Actually, it's kind of weird. In season one, I didn't like Tony, but I kind of liked Nina. (laughs) um till the end (laughs) yeah till till the end until the season ended i mean it was the opposite and so spoiler spoiler alert it's bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah definitely but i mean tony um i definitely think uh probably outside of jack he's one of my top favorite characters to be able to watch and so it's I, i just like i mean he and jack 
think alike so much. Um, yet it's it's strange to be able to see the different paths that they went down. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and when I saw him in season one, I never would have guessed that he would become you know the director of field operations later on. You know, basically take Jack's spot because he just right. didn't seem like that kind of guy to me. You know, and if you look at the backstory that they have for him, I mean, his whole background was computer science. You know, he had yeah. a you know a bachelor of science in computer science and engineering, and and you know he was in the Marines, but you never really thought of him as being you know this guy that was going to go out and lead missions and and do that kind of stuff. But he really steps into that role and and does it well, I think, as he moves into those later episodes. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, yeah, I, I never really thought that either and so and he wasn't necessarily one of them that i thought that okay well he's going to be coming back for all these other seasons either mm-hmm. and so i mean he's the only character other than jack that's been there from uh since season one that i can think of yeah i can't think and of anybody so, else yeah um maybe as we start diving a little deeper into these maybe we'll come up with some but i don't think there is and so he's so he was right there from season one episode one there with with jack and so all the way through and so of course, he didn't make an appearance in season eight, but from all intents and purposes, he was still alive. Mm-hmm. And so I think that would just be kind of a cool way to be able to um, come back into season nine, too, is be able to um, have that as well. You know, I, I think so. And, and uh, I think I already know what your feeling is. But, um, you know, how would you want him to come back in, in season nine if he comes back? If you, if, you were, think- if you were writing it, Josh, what would, what would Tony do in season nine? Well, I would I would want him to be a good guy, and so I, I'd I'd want him to be able to I, I don't know like maybe like break out of out of prison or something like that or maybe something happens he's able to be released under some kind of pardon or something like that maybe he has some kind of information and so they give him one of those presidential pardons but he has to leave the country and never come back kind of thing uh-huh. and so um and, and that would that would play well because we mentioned that um, they're planning on doing this in Europe. So have have Tony leave and he's in Europe now and uh, meets up with Jack, that's over there. Maybe maybe he he comes across something over there and and calls Jack and says, "Hey Jack, I need you to come over," or something. I, I don't know. And so, I'm, but I, I want him to be a good guy though to be able to kind of redeem his story. Uh, that, that's kind of what I want because I mean I mean under underlying I mean he still is basically a good guy mm-hmm. that wants to do the right thing. I mean even through season seven, even all the bad things that he was doing and seemed like he was the bad guy the whole time all he was just trying to do was just get some revenge for his wife getting killed um but he's wanting to do the right thing and so mm-hmm. i i think it would be good to come back and kind of clean his record up if you will yeah i i agree and I, you know i think part of me says and when we we're having this conversation with joel on twitter when we were talking to him about uh tony you know i made the comment that you know tony makes a good bad guy he really does but I think you're right. I think at the heart, he's a good guy. And, and really, he seems to be what you always worried that Jack would become. You know, very bitter, very mm-hmm. um, jaded uh, towards the, the country for what had happened to him and to his family. Um, very, you know, kind of disenchanted about the way he was treated. You know, he was sent to jail for treason back in, what, season three? And, uh, right. you know, you, you can see... You could see Jack kind of going that way, and you always kind of wondered if he would for all the things that happened to him and all the times that you know he was per- basically thrown under the bus. And so I think Tony kind of gives you an idea of uh, the opposite way that somebody could go when they're in the 
you know, the situations that Jack and Tony found themselves in over and over again of having to make, you know, split-second decisions, not being able to, you know, weigh out the, the pros and the cons and what might happen to them because of making those decisions. You know, it makes him an intriguing character, and, and I, I definitely agree. I would love to see him come back and, and uh, you know, kind of salvage his, his reputation. But, I, you know, with 24 fans, I don't know if he has really a bad reputation. I think it's more of a heartbreak, more of a, oh, really, you know, did you really, you know, you know, turn on everybody, Tony? What was that about? Um, yeah, yeah. But it's a, uh, I hope he comes back. I, I And I wouldn't be surprised. They said nobody else is coming back, but, you know, you can't really have a surprise if you tell everybody that they signed Carlos Bernard to another season. <laughs> right. <laughs> it it kind of gives it away if they mention that. So I, I wouldn't be surprised, and, and I totally agree with you, if we can get everybody talking about it on Twitter and, and uh, mentioning it on, on message boards and, and talking about it, you know, I, crazier things have happened. You know, we know how 24 works. They write, you know, a few episodes at a time, or at least that's the way they used to do it. So it's not unbelievable that, that we could see Tony come back. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so I'm still, I still have my hopes up for that. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to let that go. That's right. Because <laughs> right. I'm not going to let it go until season nine is done with and so well he's one of those few characters that you really like that can come back you know we were talking right earlier about um oh i just renee walker and she can't come back because she got killed but you would love to see somebody like that and and tony's one of your last options that hasn't that hasn't been killed or completely removed from the show that could come back and and, and people would love to see come back yeah exactly so other All than right. other than that i'm trying to think of um, some favorite episodes, you know, the, the main problem I have is there's so much that happened and, you know, so much that I've probably forgot more about what happens in 24 than I've ever remembered <laughs> <laughs> just because yeah. of how much goes on. And, and, you know, there's so many twists and turns and it just keeps going and keeps going. And, and it's just, I don't know, it's hard to remember everything that happened, even, even looking at little, you know, plot synopsis so, right. Yeah, I'm thinking that over the next uh, next year, we're going to be having a lot of those "oh yeah" moments. That's right. And so, you know, we had so, one. Yeah. Of, we had one of those with that that feedback we got in too, where we had yeah forgot yeah, let me about go ahead somebody. And, let me go ahead and share that real quick. Um, actually, kind of spinning off of Tony here, um, we got a feedback here from Terry. Send an email. Uh, you can uh, send an email to us by sending it to feedback at the twenty four podcast dot com. Or you can go to the 24podcast.com forward slash feedback, and there's a form there already for you. Um, so anyway, so Terry says this is one of my favorite characters not, men- uh, not mentioned is Mandy. Remember her? She was a villain, an awesome villain. I believe that she was one of the few villains that stayed alive next to Marie Warner. Marie was also great. I love 24. Season 7 is my favorite. But Mandy. Um, and so actually, uh, Mark and I had to kind of go back in our memory to try to remember exactly who she was. We did. I, you know, before we started this today, I was I was asking you, Josh. I said, "Who is Mandy?" I was looking and trying to figure it out, um, you know. And you reminded me that she actually showed up in a few different seasons: season one, two, and four, in a few different capacities, I guess. In season one, she's uh, the guy that's sitting next to the photographer on the airplane, and um, you know, I kind of I remember watching that, and I always kind of thought that the photographer was going to be the guy that you had to worry about. And then you find out this Mandy lady is, you know, not good at all. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's the one, you know, as you reminded me, Josh, that 
that comes into contact with President Palmer, warning, spoiler alert again, and um, infects him and, and just about kills him. And uh, then comes back in season four, and, and she's the one, correct me if I'm wrong, that, that kidnaps Tony. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she was she was definitely one of those kind of fly-under-the-radar villains, I guess, of 24 that I had totally forgot about until Terry was kind enough to remind us. Yeah, yeah and I, I guess she might be another one that might be decent to come back, too, as a, as a villain. Mm-hmm. And so um, there's that. But uh, Terry gives us a little more feedback, too, and we're going to try to find a video for this, including the show notes. He says, also, one of my favorite moments was when President Taylor asked Jack where his allegiance lied. And Jack responded, with all due respect, Madam President, ask around. And so, yeah, that was definitely one of those great things. And so Jack's like, hey, I don't I don't got time to mess around and try to convince you. He says, just, I mean, my uh, my record stands for itself. Yeah, I, so. it's it's such a it's a, it's such a Jack Bauer response, you know, to to with all respect. And, and he does mean it with all due respect. He always respects the president. But it's like, you know what? If you don't know where my allegiance lies, I don't need to waste my time, you know, laying out my, my case for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but hopefully we'll be able to find that a video with that clip or be able to get that clip out there um, and be able to have that on the uh, website so you can be able to watch that scene. And so mm-hmm. that would you know, be great. It, it's, uh, it's interesting, too, that he mentions that Season seven's his favorite because that's the one that we talked about, too. It seems like that was a favorite of a lot of people. That, that season mm-hmm. seemed to really... Which is awesome, you know, the fact that after seven seasons of a show, you know, a lot of times it seems like a TV show by that time is kind of trying to struggle for for story plots and and trying to keep it good, whereas it seems like the consensus now, and, you know, I I hope some of our other uh, fans listening will will weigh in as well and let us know what they think, but, you know, it seems like the consensus is that that was one of the absolute best seasons, and that was a long ways into into the series. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's that's a lot of time uh, true. Is usually like one of the first couple seasons would be the would be the best. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, yeah, it's definitely seen that season seven uh, is definitely one of the favorites out there. And For so sure. maybe maybe it's because of uh, um, Tony coming back um, and reuniting and the whole story plot with that. I, uh, and so I mean, mm-hmm. people probably have their own reasons for for that. And so definitely great stuff. Yeah, there's a there's a ton that goes on, and I can't wait. I mean, I guess that's going to be what into next year before we actually get into talking about season seven in depth. But, um, you know, I can't wait to talk about that one. You know, one of the other things that, that I thought we should mention as well, Josh is, you know, on on the website, on the, the website for the podcast, we have listed quite a few Twitter accounts of, of various, you know, people that played in 24 and, and the people that are listening, if, if you would be so kind as to tweet them, and ask them if they would be willing to get on the show so that when we contact them, because we would love to get some interviews with, um, you know, with Chloe and, and with Jack and, and all these other people, we'd love to get some interviews with them. And if you would tweet them and, and mention that to them as well, I think that would help us. What do you think, Josh? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And so I've, I've actually uh, uh, just yesterday I tweeted to uh, Mary Lynn, uh, who plays Chloe, and asked her, and she sent me a direct message which was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And so, and so Chloe, Chloe tweeted me. Um, so anyway, so she sent me a direct message and said that um, she doesn't deal with that directly. Um, but uh, she gave me a phone number to call to be able to try to get it arranged. And so hopefully, hopefully here in the near future, we'll be able to arrange an interview with Chloe and be able to play that for you guys. And so that would be absolutely awesome. And so when, when we do get to that, 
point of getting confirmation, we'll probably put a thing out there to try to get some questions, see if you have any questions that you'd like to ask that we can try to include as well. And you so know, what, I, I think it would be awesome, and I think some other cool ones would be, you know, obviously, if we could get uh, Carlos Bernard, that, yes. would be, that would be killer, and to, to talk to, you know, Tony about how he felt about the character because you know as we've talked about today there was a lot that went on with that character and and uh you know i i think we i think we could get some of these people on the podcast i think i think 24 fans have enough pull with the with the actors and and you know they appreciate that the following that 24 gave them through you know nearly 10 years that that i think if we all start asking for it i think we could get it done yeah i think so i think so we just got to get out there and do it and so again uh the more people we have trying to push this out there the better chance we're going to be able to get get these guys on here and maybe even be able to get some of the writers and directors um things like that to be able to maybe get a little bit of uh, insider information that'd be kind of cool too to be able to be able to get that kind of access and so Mm -hmm. looking forward to all those great things so i think we're going to go ahead and uh finish up this last part here by looking at and kind of sharing some of our hopes and dreams or predictions. So we've kind of got started on that, but maybe a few things that we're kind of hoping would, will uh, kind of take place. Uh, we also have an article um, that we found uh, actually several weeks ago, but something we wanted to share as well. And so someone else that has their own uh, wish list out there. Why don't you go ahead and start by sharing that? So Josh, we found this blog and, uh, it has some predictions. It looks like the lady's name is Rita Ray, and um, I'm sure we'll have the link in the show notes. I'm, um, I'm sure you'll get those there. And she gives them some predictions, and I was going through these, and, and they look a lot like some of the predictions that you and I have talked about, um, but also some of the things that, that I really would like to see coming up on 24 this coming season. So I wanted to go through these real quick, if that's okay, and just, just go through what her wish list is. There's quite a few. So um, number one, uh, the wish list would be reintroduce Jack Bauer in a totally different way. So, you know, we've seen, let's see, what does she say here? Um, it would be refreshing change to have Jack possibly working in the private sector. Jack working for a private company or owning his own business would be a nice change rather than starting the series working for the government in some capacity or retired. You know, and I think with it being in, being in uh, set in Europe and having a different format, and having not many of the characters returning, I think it will be an opportunity for us to see uh, Jack in a different way. So hopefully that will happen. Second prediction she has um, is actually one that's already came true. She says that you got to have Chloe, and I think that's something that you and I have been fairly vocal about too, and I'm sure that 24 fans the world over would agree that it just wouldn't be 24 without Chloe. So that one has come true, and she makes note of that, that they have announced that she is returning. Number three is one, Josh, that you've mentioned. She says it's the Tony issue. Um, but she also says this may not be a popular opinion, but please don't bring back Tony Almeida. Um, she says that she doesn't know how he can be redeemed. Now you and I probably disagree with that a little bit. We've talked about that, that it would be nice to see him redeemed in some way to see him a closure to that character or a, um, reconciliation of that character. He, he really is a a big part of 24. The next one he has is new villains. He talks about, um, how there's some some great villains, but but would love to see some new ones coming up. And with it being in Europe again, um, it might be an opportunity to have some new villains. And let's be honest, um, we probably don't want to see Charles Logan one more time, although we do love to hate him. Uh, the next one, oh, Mandy. 
That's what she says. That is her next prediction. Um, she says, the last time we saw Hired Assassin Mandy was in season four when she took Tony hostage. Would love to see her come back and make an appearance. It's been a long time. I agree, kind of. I, I, I could see her coming back because she definitely is one of those characters throughout the seasons that just kind of pops up and, and she is a hired assassin. She doesn't really have any loyalties and so it'd be easy to see her coming back somehow. But then you wonder if it's going to get too much into soap opera territory if we have this same lady coming back and, and crashing the party one more time. Uh, her next prediction, our favorite Secret Service agent. Says probably the most believable Secret Service agent I've ever seen portrayed on TV or film has been Aaron Pierce. Uh, Pierce has become a fan favorite. Would be nice to see him back in some capacity. And that might happen. It might not. I don't know how that would fit in with it being in Europe now. Uh, We know that the last time I saw him, he was um, with Charles Logan's ex-wife, kind of taking care of her. And and I think if I remember right, it was a a little bit of a romantic relationship. Um, But, you know, Aaron Pierce, as we've talked about before, is one of my favorite characters, too. I really like him. So I wouldn't be disappointed if our favorite Secret Service agent was to come back again in, in the next season. The next one, remember remember Theo Stoller. Uh, she says, it was always one of my favorite story arcs in season five to see Jack working with and ultimately pulling a fast one on this foreign agent in order to preserve the valuable WET list. Since 24, 11 other day is going to be placed in an international setting, it would be fun to see the two cross paths again. And I think that's totally a possibility. You know, we're we're talking about it being in Europe, and, and it's absolutely possible that um, we could th- see Theo Stoller come back again in this next episode. Uh, the next one kind of made me laugh that she has here. She says, no more characters who turn out not to be dead. And let's face it, there's been quite a few different characters throughout 24 that die and then didn't, in fact, die, including Jack Bauer being one of those that didn't inf- or did die but came back to life or never ended up being dead in the first place. So she says that we shouldn't do that. You know, it's too hard to explain. Yes, the the explanation is good sometimes, but come on, it's not a good idea. So I probably agree with her on that. You know, as much as I would love to see, you know, Renee Walker come back or David Palmer come back. Well, David's not going to and, and Renee is really not either. Um, but as much as I would love to see them do so, I, I just don't see any of the characters being able to pull that off. <clears throat> the next one, more personal for Jack. Um, this is one that, that I, I think we'll see. I think we'll see it become personal. Now, granted, it's been personal a few times, you know, as as Jack's family has been um, kidnapped, as he's had um, friends threatened. It's It's got fairly personal, but I, I would not be surprised, as we already talked about with the ending of the last season, with um, Jack making Chloe promise that to take care of his family and that that's how they were going to try to get to him. I would not be surprised if it turns out to be fairly personal for Jack, whether that's his immediate family. You know, he's got a daughter that we kind of hope will come back, and he's got a granddaughter as well. You know, Kim's got a daughter. So it it wouldn't be impossible that it could get fairly personal. And, you know, we've seen his family, his brother and his dad in it before. So um, his her next wish on her wish list here is give Jack his family back. Um, And... I don't know if this one will happen or not. I know that, you know, Kim and Jack have had a, a rocky relationship, father-daughter relationship, because of all, of all the things he goes through in his job, because he dies and then he turns out not dying and he never told her, even though it was for her own good, so on and so forth. I don't know if this one will happen, um, but but you never know. And it might happen because that's the way that they're going to get at his family. We might see him have some of his family back and might see him have some interaction with a, a daughter and a granddaughter. Um, and the final 
prediction that she has is one um, that I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be sad. You know, I, I don't know. Her final one. Let me just tell you what it is here, and, and then you know we can see what the fans think as well. And and uh, maybe maybe a lot of people do want this. Maybe a lot of people don't. I don't know. But she says that she would love to see Audrey return. Audrey Reigns, of course, was Jack's love after. Terry died um, through seasons four, five, and six. You know, she was the one that was there for Jack. She, you know, when Jack was taken off to China, she was the one that followed him, and it completely, completely broke her when she got caught and tortured, and and um, very, very tragic. But you know, I it would be neat to see her back. I don't know if it's going to happen, but you know, yeah, she's definitely a character that they just kind of let fade away, and and you wonder what happened there. So, those were some of her predictions. You know, we'd love to. We'd love to hear some of the fans' predictions, and, and I, I hope that uh, fans will, will head to the website, uh, the, the24podcast.com, and check and weigh in with what their predictions are. What would they like to see? What are their wish list items? If they could name you know, three or four or five things that they would love to see in the new season, what would they be? You know, How many of them line up with this, with this uh, fans' wish list and with what you and I, Josh, have talked about? And what we really would love to see in the new 24, I think every fan has favorite characters they'd love to see back, favorite storylines that they'd love to see played out a little longer. And I think as we as we get closer, we might hear some murmurings of what's going to happen there. Um, but I think definitely it'd be interesting to see what everybody's thoughts are on that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'd, uh, I actually started thinking about Audrey too here the uh, last couple of days. And so... Yeah, that um, that might be kind of interesting, at least to kind of bring it back and maybe kind of bring a, a better close to it mm-hmm. than, thought, than what was left. I thought about it, too, and I, I was trying to remember exactly how it ended with her, and so I wasn't sure if she should come back or not because I couldn't remember um, what happened to her, and I was looking at that, and I haven't done that yet. So Yeah, she had, um, um, obviously, I mean, she came back from the, uh, the Chinese and was... Um, had had basically kind of like brain dead almost and and so secretary of defense heller he um he got angry at jack and basically forbade him from having anything to do with audrey after that mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it ended and jack at the very end of the season was in his house basically trying to threaten him saying hey no i'm gonna get audrey and mm-hmm. um and it didn't work out that way and so it was kind of a a tragic end to it. Yeah, there. so she she definitely could come back then, yeah. Yeah, she could. I mean, maybe she comes back. Maybe she got got over her her yeah. thing and uh, full capacity, and she goes and search, seeks out Jack or something like that. And so, so you know, maybe it, maybe it starts out that that she ends up she's in Europe with him. I don't know. Maybe who knows? And so yeah, and I'm hoping. Um, I mean, I know they. They said that there probably won't be anybody else, but yeah, definitely Kim. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, that's kind of a face palm on me. Earlier, I, mm. um, I I mentioned about Tony being the only one from that started in season one and uh, continued through, and still one that can come back. But I mean, Kim is one that obviously that started in season one as well, um, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. she hasn't been killed off yet. Um, and so I hope they don't bring her back to kill her, but. Um, <laughs> But hopefully she'll come back and, and like like have a family reunion, and so I mean actually get the family back together. Because I mean, in season seven and eight, I mean they, um, I mean well I guess as uh, 
season eight was starting, Jack was going to be on his way to go back to California with them and uh, kind of start over. Um, and it never really got there. Mm-hmm. And so um, hopefully we can be able to see that reunion take place and maybe they're going to take refuge in, or maybe they're trying to take refuge in Europe. And mm-hmm. that's when everything starts up there. And so, you know, that, that kind of comes to what I was thinking would be uh, possibly my prediction. I was watching um, earlier the final two minutes of the final season of the final episode. And the final thing, if you remember, that Jack tells Chloe is that they're going to use family to get to him and that he made her promise that he, she would protect them. But as we remember, Chloe was getting ready to turn herself in and you know deal with whatever the repercussions of her helping Jack were. So I kind of think that Kim's going to be in it, even if she's not in it, if that makes sense. And that there's going to be some sort of retaliation towards his family or kidnapping his family. And it's, maybe it's uh, the daughter, Kim's daughter. Um, but, you know, I think that's going to play into it. And I think that's Jack Bauer out of hiding it is something to do with his family. What do you think? Yeah, that's probably a very good, um, reasonable thing to be able to do, uh, or prediction. Yeah, that, yeah that's probably how it's going to be. And so, I mean, because, I mean... You know that he's always very big about family, and especially since it's going to take place in Europe. But I can't say that it would be the U.S. government per se, because um, because I mean Jack. I mean I think his loyalty. I don't think it's waning, but um, I mean he's been done wrong, and I don't think the government is going to come after him per se to try to seek his help mm-hmm. for some kind of conflict. But I can see some kind of um, terrorist group or person or government or something in europe kidnapping kim Mm -hmm. or threatening kim or something like that unless he comes over and does something or whatever and so um yeah so that's probably a very likely scenario well and if you remember at the end of season eight it wasn't just the americans that weren't happy with him it was the russians too because he was about to kill suvorov right so he has enemies there and we know the chinese are no fans of him so (laughs) there's no shortage of people that that um you know, would go to great lengths if they could lure him out by, you know, kidnapping his daughter or his granddaughter. So, yeah. I don't know. That's that that's one happen. of my predictions. I think that's kind of where it might might uh, begin. I don't know. Um, you know, there's so many turns and twists with 24. It's hard to tell exactly where it'll go after that. But I, I think that's going to be what will pull him out of hiding. I can't think of anything else that would pull him out of hiding. Um, if you look throughout the previous seasons, uh, the only things that have ever pulled him out of hiding is either his family or, you know, the government seeking him out and asking for his help. And if, or, it's, in, um, if it's in Europe, I don't know if they're going to seek his help again. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could be. I mean, like in season five, when that started, he was in hiding and it was the murder of Dave and Palmer and his um, friends that pulled him out of hiding. Chloe getting hold of him saying, hey, they're trying to kill us. And so, I mean, that, that that was the other scenario. But, again, I think the family is the more likely scenario with that. Yeah, for sure. Unless, you know, I, I don't think it will happen. But if for some reason Fox decides that they're bringing back Chloe just to kill her in, like, the first two season, two episodes, I will Oh, cry. that would be bad. <laughs> I will literally cry. 
Yeah. But I don't I don't think that'll happen. I I would be very surprised if that was what happened, but you know, that's the only character that they've said's coming back, so and I'm trying to think of who else is around that they could kill that he would be ticked off about. I guess Audrey. Hmm. Yeah, could be Audrey. I mean it could yeah, I mean that could possibly um and so I mean they would have to do some fill in story sure. in between there to kind of link them back together. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean that, uh, I think that's probably a stretch, but that could be, um, the and other, so, you know, and, and we are forgetting, and there is some other family that has been around, you know, he did have his, what was his sister and his nephew in, um, the beginning of one of the seasons when he was the oil worker. Was that season five? I think, you know, he does that have that family as well. And we also have his, you know, did his dad and his brother, did they get killed? I can't remember. What happened um, with them? Oh, I'm trying to remember. That was season six. Um, I can't remember if they did die or not. But, you know, there's that family as well. If they didn't get killed off, maybe some of the fans can remind us. Right. Um, but, you know, they were they were less than likable, so I don't know that that would <laughs> make <laughs> yeah. a difference to him or not. So, other than yeah, that, I... You know, and and I imagine they'll probably weave in some sort of, you know, national emergency, whether that's, you know, the the Russians are wanting to um, blackmail him into doing something or the Chinese are blackmailing him into doing something or I wouldn't be surprised if that's the way they go with it, although that's what they've done before. So I don't know if they'll do something different. Yeah. And I, I think at this point, I mean, trying to blackmail Jack to do something. (laughs) <laughs> I don't, I mean, at season one, I mean, he was definitely, I mean, he was playing along because he wanted to try to protect his family. Uh-huh. Um, and there was a little bit here and there, but I mean, for the most part, he's like, no, you're not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to do this. And so, I mean, I don't, I mean, they may try, but I don't see them being able to pull him over for that. Mm-hmm. But then again, I mean, with family, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, ha- we'll have so. to see. The uh, The other question I guess I would have as far as predictions is what happened to Chloe? What do you think happened to Chloe between the end of the season and when this one starts? Where's she going to end up? Very, uh, I actually didn't think about that too much. Um, hmm. I, I mean, it's very likely that she did get put in prison. But I mean, like, um, I'm kind of thinking that maybe kind of like the Tony scenario. When he first got put in prison, and then he was there for a little while, but then he got released. Mm-hmm. So it may be that kind of situation, or maybe she got put in, but then she was able to have some kind of intel or something like that. And of course, she still has her husband and son. Yeah, um, Morris. Yeah, I like um, Morris. Yeah, so I mean, I, I suppose it could be possible that they could come back. Also, um, I think that would be more unlikely. Mm-hmm. I, I think mean, if that, they do, that, maybe that it'll be, be possibly be briefly i would guess yeah maybe or or, or maybe just a mention yeah um, and something like that and so but i mean i mean he might be i mean so i mean he might do something to pull her out of prison or something like that or or maybe there's some kind of uh uh prison escape to where they break her out and then they flee the country i don't, I don't know i mean that's <laughs> maybe go a little little far what? but i mean it's not too much no it's not not for 24 <laughs> <laughs> anything's possible what it you know I just I was just thinking as you were mentioning that what if she was the one that was kidnapped or True. you know 
you know, that's a possibility because I, I you know, it wouldn't be beyond the, the Russians or the Chinese to know that that's probably the person to to be able to get to him. Right, exactly. I mean, then, uh, one of the things that Chinese wanted with Jack was because of his intelligence, mm-hmm. um, everything that he knew. And, of course, I mean, I mean, it's probably very obvious to them, at least by this point, that Chloe is very close with Jack. And so if they want to either try to get information from her or to use her to get back to Jack, mm-hmm. either way. So, yeah, I mean, that could be. That could be a possibility, and I could see Jack going to all kind of lengths to be able to get the Chloe. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, really, I mean, that's the only. I mean, that's like the one person that's always stuck by him. Yeah. Um. Other than a few small moments. Yeah. But, I mean, she's she's like always stuck by him. The and only so, one that the only one that's even close past that is Tony, and he's kind of gone back and forth a little bit. Right. And I guess and, you could say Audrey, but. You know, that was quite a few seasons back, so I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, that could even kind of play in, too. I mean, if Chloe goes to prison and gets released or something like that, or um, maybe somehow hooks up with Tony, mm-hmm. and, and like, the two of them link up and get a hold of I, I don't know. I mean, there's... So, I mean, I, I'm still hoping that Tony will come back. And so, I was going to say, we're holding out hope, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, that, that was not going to die until season 12 fin- or yeah, episode 12 finishes in that and so <laughs> i gotta say if if they are bringing him back they're doing really well at keeping it quiet because yeah. you know you know the first time that he's seen at a uh, studio at the same place as Kiefer sutherland you know everything's gonna explode with rumors <laughs> right exactly so what what uh i was just thinking of this too how does if, if chloe goes to prison how does that how does that change chloe Chloe's not really the prison type person. <laughs> How is that going to change her character? I'm trying to you think. Know. I mean, she's probably going to be, um, uh, probably be more bold. Mm-hmm. I would say. I don't know. I mean, she. I mean, she. I mean, she might. Uh, when she gets in, she'll probably clam up at first. Yeah. And so, I mean, she's pretty good at actually keeping her mouth shut when, <laughs> when she needs to, for the most part. She's kind I of mean, stubborn. like, like when she, like, like, yeah, when she's under interrogation or whatever, yeah, and so or being confronted with something. I mean, for the most part, she's pretty good at being able to do that. So she probably clam up at first, but I mean, it might get her more bold um, going through that. Possibly, I don't know. Um, it's kind of, I mean, it, it can go either way. I mean, obviously, you can see how Tony turned out. Yeah, and the first time he went the uh, prison, I mean, it it kind of turn it against the country basically mm-hmm. and saying, Hey, I mean, they, I, 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 yeah, I, I did something, but we tried to correct it and we, we ended up being okay, but they threw me in prison anyway and did this and this and this. And so he started getting bitter against the country, but he was still, I mean, he, he was still good. And that was back in season four mm-hmm. um, and all that. So I can maybe kind of see Chloe come maybe to that kind of direction of Tony back in season four. Um, and so still wanted to do right, still wanted to do all that kind of stuff, but maybe a little more reserved on wanted to jump in to help. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, maybe that's kind of something that happens too, uh, kind of expanding our little um, scenario. And so maybe the Russian government or whatever gets a hold of Kim, uses her as ransom, gets Jack over there. Jack calls over to Chloe, who's now free, and says, mm-hmm. "Hey, I need help." 
Um, and, and she's reluctant because, I mean, she's done all these things already and it didn't do any good for her. Cause I mean, she got thrown in prison Yeah, and, and all that. And, but he finally convinces her and somehow Tony hopefully gets thrown into the mix and comes over and, uh, the, the trio are able to save the day, rescue Kim and happy, happily ever after. Happily <laughs> after ever after. Well, I don't know if we can have happily ever after because then there won't well, be any more seasons. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I'm trying well, to think who else might might show up that that would be kind of neat. Um, I was actually kind of thinking um, uh, maybe Hastings, um, uh-huh. Brian Hastings, there from season eight. I mean, he was was it season eight. Um, yeah, season eight with. Um, I mean, he was in charge of CTU for. Um, at least the first half of the season, then he got bumped down. Um, and so, but I mean, I kind of wonder if maybe he might come back or, mm-hmm. um, oh, my mind just went blank on, uh, what about, uh, what about Cole? Yeah, that, that's who I was just trying to think Freddie. of. There we go. Yeah. Freddie Prince. Yeah. I mean, so that could be another good one. I mean, he, he was another one that was kind of, that Jack looked Jr. like. <laughs> yeah, that could, that could very well be like the next Jack Bauer. Yeah. And so, um, and so, I mean, that could be a possibility, too. I mean, if they're going to bring other people back. And so, I mean, they could be some some people that come back and be able to do that. And so, I mean, you can, I mean, Cole, I mean, he definitely is, uh, uh, they called him the, the Boy Scout. And so, I mean, always wanted to do what's right. I mean, he is more mm-hmm. of kind of follow the book kind of thing. Um, and, but, I mean, and, that's. Until that's he covered kinda, up, and, and until he covered up for Dana. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's kind of how Jack started out, though yeah. too. I mean, when you come into season one, I mean Jack Bauer was the was basically the Boy Scout because I mean he was the the guy following the book and doing everything what was right and being mm-hmm. the whistleblower and all that kind of stuff. And so that's kind of how Cole was. Um, but I yeah. mean, in, in one season, you can see how that uh, changed as the as the situation unfolded. Yeah, and so, but I don't think he and Jack ended up on very good terms but yeah i mean you never know i mean because because i mean jack killed his fiance even though she was well, bad yeah <laughs> um but but even still i mean he i mean he kept saying that he wasn't going to do it and he did it yeah and so i mean there's probably still some ill feelings from that if he comes back yeah um and so i don't know i mean a lot of a lot of different things that can come to play and let's be honest, Freddie Prince Jr. hasn't been in much lately, so he could come back. <laughs> okay, I haven't looked it up, so okay. Well, he, I haven't seen him in any movies lately. He's a fairly ma- big-time actor, and I haven't seen him, so it's not like he's busy doing a movie or something. He could come back. True. So, True. I'm trying to think who else would be a possibility. Huh. I agree with uh, the, the no more people that weren't dead coming or dead being coming back though yeah yeah that'd be a little bit much as much as i would love to see renee walker back which is funny because i didn't really care for her too much when we first saw her but i really got to like her yeah and then they killed her (laughs) yeah (laughs) seems like what they do with all my favorite characters except for jack yeah yeah they even even killed him they just he came back to life right yeah so (laughs) it would be kind of cool to have renee but yeah i mean we need to stop think the, she's out. bringing people back to life. And then um, another one that would be kind of cool would be Bill Buchanan. I thought about him, too. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so, I mean, he started, 
I mean, he was a, one of the long-term kind of guys also. I mean, he started yeah. in season four, and mm-hmm. so he came in as uh, um, as from uh, District and whatever to kind of take over in season four. And so when things started to go a little chaotic, and so and so yeah, but I mean, he yeah he was he's kind of one of those that kind of you had to grow, uh, he had to grow on you a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't quite so sure of him in season four, but season five he was okay. Yeah. And so, but yeah, so it's. Yeah, it's only a lot of different things, and so I'm sure as we go along and we start diving into the individual seasons that we'll start to get some uh, reminders of some different people and situations that might be good to kind of bring back in. Yeah, as we go through, it'll be like, oh, I hope that happens too. Oh, I hope that happens too. Right, and so, and uh, uh, as we mentioned, I mean, hopefully we'll be able to make some noise on Twitter and uh, some different things there to try to get some attention um, so we can try to get some uh, score some interviews and uh, things like that. I actually made a send a tweet out to um, Howard Gordon, um, mm-hmm. uh, their director um, that they brought back for it, and so try to see if we can get an interview with him. I actually saw that someone tweeted him and asked for an interview on their blog, and um, he had agreed with uh, agreed to it, but said to contact um, the. Uh, the company contact um, Fox mm-hmm. or whatever, and so I I jumped in the conversation. Hey, we'd love to have you on the podcast too. And Perfect. So, um, hopefully, I mean that could be a great one to be able to get in as well. Um, maybe get a hold of um, some of the other people that are behind the scenes, directors, writers, and things yeah. like that. Maybe maybe be able to get some uh, a little inside scoop on there. And so, yeah, it'd be it'd be neat to talk to like him and find out you know what the what how they came up with with the idea you know to mm-hmm. the whole idea of 24 and the the you know the the format as it was and and just where that came from because it's so i don't know it was unique yeah it is but he's been busy too howard gordon he uh he's uh the the writer for what was it homeland i think it's called on hbo okay which I, which I haven't watched, but I've heard it's good, and, and that started not too long after 24's last season. So he's been he's been busy and still still doing lots of stuff, and and uh, so it'd be interesting to see if that's going to play into any changes on how how uh, how 24 is written too. Is just you know as he's developed as a writer, and and um, you know things have changed in the world, and you know if 20 if the other seasons of 24 are any indication, the way current events are going will will play into the new season as well maybe not specifically but the general feelings of of uh you know the world and how things are going i wouldn't be surprised to see some references to riots and you know various countries and you know overthrowing governments and that kind of stuff since we've been seeing that in the news as well right yeah and um and actually if you go to our uh website the 24podcast.com um we're gonna be i have some up there already um, some different Twitter accounts uh, with the people's names and things like that. Um, we're going to be trying to do, um, try to add to that um, as well. And so um, on there is the tweet, um, Twitter for Howard Gordon, for uh, Greg Ellis, who played Michael um, Amador, which we'll get to um, 
some more of these, but then some of the other mm-hmm. bigger name ones that we're familiar with is Dennis Hay- um, Haysbert, Alicia Cuthbert, Carlos Bernard, Marilyn mm-hmm. Raskub, uh, and Sutherland, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, excuse me. And so um, and then there's the official 24 account um, that's there as well. And so um, we'll be adding some more there as well, especially some of the um, people that we know are going to be involved in the making of the new season here. And so um, I know there's John Caesar um, and some others that are um, behind the scenes um, being people that are influential in some of the things that are going to be going on with it. And so try to see if we can get a hold of some of these guys and see if we can make some deci- uh help them make some decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. Mainly, mainly Tony. That's really yes. what we want. Yes, we want Tony. <laughs> All right. So, so Howard Gordon, Kiefer Sutherland, if you guys are listening to this by chance, we want Tony. <laughs> yeah. And if you know Howard Gordon or Kiefer Sutherland, please share that with them. Yes. We want them to listen and, and know that we want Tony back and that we also want to interview them as well. So, yes, absolutely. You know, I, I'd love to have, have the, the folks listening and uh, share with us what they think their, their predictions might be, what they think is going to happen in the, the new season. Yes, absolutely. Go to the 24podcast.com slash feedback uh, and be able to send us some feedback. And so we shared uh, one person that... Uh, gave us their feedback uh, earlier in the episode. And so definitely go there, share your own feedback and your own um, wish list, if you will, or your own predictions. And so kind of see what we can come up with. And uh, we'll try to share what we can on here and what we can't share on here. We'll um, have at the website at least. Mm -hmm. And so I'll be able to share things that way. And we'd love to be able to have some audio also, if you uh, can record um and be able to send that in as well and so you can just record it on your computer and send us the file and so we would love to be able to include that as well that way it's not just us reading your responses we can be able to get your voice on here and so uh, and also when you get a hold of us if you want to include any um blog or website or twitter or anything like that you want us to mention as well we'd definitely be glad to share that for uh, you taking the time to um share your thoughts with us yeah you know, and if if anybody knows of any you know other blogs about twenty four or or uh, you know anything like that, we'd love to hear about that and get some resources and some other people's perspectives that way too. Definitely, definitely. Oh, oh, can't forget this iTunes. Yes. Um, and so uh, the first first uh, for the first couple of days, season one and two or episode one and two came out. We weren't quite in iTunes yet. Um, we made reference to iTunes, but um, we weren't quite there yet. So we are in iTunes now. Um, you can use a simple link to that. Um, other than just doing a search in iTunes, you can do the 24podcast.com forward slash iTunes, and you can be able to uh, get right to our page there. You can subscribe. We would definitely encourage you to do that. But then also leave a review for us. Um, and so the more reviews, the more people subscribe and things like that it helps us to be able to climb the list we want to get to the front of the list um, or the top of the list and uh, be able to be a lot more visible uh, with that and and so of course the more visible we are on there the more people are going to find us and then also the easier it'll be to try to get some of these big interviews that we're wanting to get and so uh, definitely go there help us out that way and uh, anything else Mark? No I don't think so I think the next one Josh we're going to talk about some of the people that have been on 24 that have been on other shows as well 
and uh, go over any feedback that we get between now and then. So, like you said, just make sure you give us some feedback. Let us know what your predictions are, who your favorite characters were, um, what you want to talk, what you want to be talked about on this show, and and we'll go from there. Yeah, and uh, and actually, next time I think we're gonna try to share maybe some shocking moments or oh, some unexpected yes. moments too, and so kind of throw some of those in. Um, and depending on what kind of feedback we get and how that goes, um, next episode maybe the last one before we dive in deeper into season one. Um, but if we get a lot of feedback, we'll go ahead and uh, probably have another one after that. Sure. Um, and so, but start sending us your feedback for season one. Also, we can start uh, putting that together. Definitely. All right. Well, I think we're gonna go ahead and close it up for this week. So, everyone, you have a great day. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you.